Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Awesome Moms Podcast. I'm your host, Adol Wogelenzer. This is a place where we come together and talk about parenting issues. Let's just say I'm super passionate about parenting and want so badly to do a good job at it. I'm blessed with a very insightful mother who is a parenting expert. She's taught hundreds of mothers in Baltimore over the last 15 years, Mrs. Gitty Horowitz. We get together each week and hash out something that's on my mind or a conversation I've had with a friend or something that one of our listeners brought up. I hope you enjoy this podcast. And if there's someone that you know that you think would enjoy it, please send it their way. Let's do this together. This podcast is sponsored by the Intentional Jew Podcast Network. Check them out at intentionaljew.com. I want to talk about a question that one of our listeners brought up. And it's interesting to me, and I'm curious to hear what you have to say about it. So let's see if I can paraphrase it. She's trying to understand, well, I'll give the short version, and then we'll go for the more descriptive. So she's trying to understand if children, if it come, if it's a natural trait that children take ownership, or if it's something that you could help them develop. So like this, this is how it came about. Her husband was describing to her, um, you know, different uh, uh, people who work in his firm, accounting firm, and that they, they were doing a peer, they, they were reviewing each other's work. I'm not sure the, the, the context of the situation, but he was bringing out that some of the workers in their firm are take ownership of their work more than others. For example... This would be illustrated in um, paternity leave, which I love that whole idea. (laughs) Nine weeks paid paternity leave. Um, It sounds amazing. Um, So let's say someone's on paternity leave, but it's tax season. So he's checking, he's putting in work. He's just, you know, not doing necessarily the full 60 hours, but he's, he's putting in work because, because it's his job and people are relying on him. So technically he doesn't need to. He's there, he's present, you know, are people who are on vacation, but they answering emails here and there because they're just, you know, they own their work. Um, I can, I could hear the other side where it's like, I think it's important that let's say people could, like they're not, uh, the work doesn't own them, you know, and that there's such a thing as just completely detaching. But the, the idea really is like putting the nitty gritties of the, of the of the example aside, there is such a thing as not not limiting your your uh, commitment or your your ownership of the work to the nitty to the exact expectation or requirements of the job, but instead owning it and giving yourself to it. And she was wondering, is this something you can help your kids develop, or is this something that comes natural? So I'm like everything. I'm like, of course we could help our kids develop it. Now the question is how? So first of all, when you, it's interesting that you're calling this ownership of something. Um, I, I, I would think that you're talking about a person who takes responsibility. Okay. Um, I think it's the, the, the terminology has changed a little bit. The wording has changed a little bit in this generation to ownership. Um, it's a chryas. It's a chryas. Um, and I think that's something that is lacking a lot nowadays 
for a number of reasons. Okay. Um, and one of the reasons is because we're not giving our children enough responsibility as children. Um, I had a, um, a parent call me last night, tell me that her daughter's coming home from seminary and she wants to know if I have any suggestions as to what she can do in the summer. And I said, um, I said, um, well, what, it, what does she want to do? So she said, she asked me to find something for her to do. And I said, she's 19 years old. That's not your responsibility. You can encourage her. Or you can give her some suggestions. She said, she wants me to call the place and ask if there's a job. I said, I wouldn't even find her the phone number. She's a big girl. But we are enabling. That's what we do. We enable. And when we enable, we create, we develop people that are, don't take ownership, as you're saying, that don't take responsibility. So I, I think that this is something that um, can definitely be in, encouraged and, and developed in children as they get older. We don't want to give them too much responsibility when they're little because then they don't, it's too, they're not ready for it. But if we give them s small amounts of responsibility as they develop and we build on it and they see that they're capable of doing it and that word capable, I'm sure I've used here many times. It's such an important word to use with children. You are so capable. You could do this. Um, and children to hear that and then for them to, and to, to really believe in them and not hover over them. You know, so we hover and we, um, we're helicopter parents and we, we take care of, of everything for them. So we cripple them and we, uh, we don't allow them to develop into people that feel capable. And then they don't master the art of, you'll call it ownership, I'll call it responsibility. Mm -hmm. Okay. They, they, they are, they're crippled from a very young age, so they don't, um, they don't develop that sense of, of ownership. Um, it's something that we do need to cultivate in young children. Interesting. Yeah. No, it's interesting that you brought up that example because it just, it triggered in my mind. I'm thinking about just because I'm thinking about when I, uh, accept counselors from my camp in the summer, I, it's almost always parents emailing me. I need a job for my son. The second a boy emails me in his, with his spelling mistakes and hi, my name is whatever. I'm like, I want you just cause, or if he exactly. calls up and he says, um, I'm really great with kids. However, you know, you know, awkward they are and they're not like, but they, they get on the phone and they call up They're They're in, you know, give away the secret because <laughs> those boys are the ones who will do a good job. They own it. They, they own it. They're taking responsibility for their own summer work. They need something, they go and they do it. Very often also, if you have a parent calling, they, the kid doesn't want to work. The mother wants him to work, so she's going to find him a job. <laughs> right, right, right. But often. it's just a, a continuation of of helicopter parenting. Right. Um, it, goes, it goes hand in hand. So there's on the one hand, there isn't that teaching them and, and training them and giving them the you know, the opportunities. And then there's the child who don't, no longer feels capable and the less they feel capable and the longer that goes on, the less competent they're going to feel. 
of course, we're talking in blacks and whites here. Of course, there are lots of shades of gray, different personalities of children. Some children need more encouragement. So, you know, there are born leaders that don't need that much encouragement. But in the blacks and whites, you need to give your children opportunities to take responsibility and feel capable. What What's the opposite of uh, um, a child or or really a grown-up? who doesn't take a chryas. What's the, what, what is it, what does it look like? Well, it looks like a person who doesn't see themselves as a competent person. Mm-hmm. That's one way we see it. That's, that's an opposite of a person who takes a chryas. And then there are people that, that unload on everyone else. You know, those employees who go on vacation and leave their work to be finished by someone else. Um, I, you know, you, you mentioned, you know, people that, that go on, on vacation and, and, um, um, and, and don't finish their work, but, or some that, you know, can be available by email. I, I'm not saying that a, a person with a can't take a vacation mm-hmm. and that a person who's an Ahrai doesn't have, you know, a fun side to them. And there's, you know, it's a whole spectrum. And I think we used to have a lot more people that were on the side of working too many hours and and taking achrayas to the to the to a fault of not letting other people help out. That's that's one extreme. I think now we're pushing towards the other extreme of people that that don't want to take achrayas that 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 take off. I mean, we have we have teachers that will take off and call in and say, you know, oh, it didn't work out for me to come back on Wednesday. I'm not going to come back till next Tuesday. Well, really? You have a job. Mm-hmm. Jobs are like not, not, don't, people don't take the achrayas for their, for their, for the, you know, what they're responsible for. That's, that's, I think that's new. Uh-huh. But what it comes from is I, I am not capable or. So no, that's separate. I'm not capable are people that don't step into, to begin with, I, I'm not able, you know, they don't step into a job that that's out of their comfort zone because they don't feel capable. But then there's the lack of responsibility of, of this is my job. I, I can't just let other people, you know, have to take, you know, leave it for others to do. It's my achrayas. I have to see it to the end. Right. So the root of it, I'm just, I, I, I'm not, not to get nitty gritty. I'm just trying to figure it out. The root of it is, is not necessarily, I'm not capable, but it's, um, so sometimes it could be not capable. Those are the ones that don't take ownership or don't take, don't take jobs that have, that require a certain amount of responsibility to begin with. Right. And then there are those that take it on, but don't feel the need to see it to the end, to see it through. Uh-huh. or to see it through done correctly. They don't have that, you know, someone, either someone else will do it or it's okay if it's not, if it's not done well, they don't have that same feeling of, of pride in, in what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that also comes from not, not being given that responsibility at a younger age and growing up with that sense of achrayas for themselves, for their families, for their communities. Uh-huh. Like not being relied on, like to the end. Yeah, the, not not a, not a, not a feeling it right that they 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 don't they can't necessarily be relied on. Correct. Right. So you start off by asking me, is that something you can teach a child? 
I don't think it's a question. It's definitely something that we can teach. And it goes hands in hands, the the giving over the feeling to, your, to the child that you are a capable individual, you are able to do this, and you're needed. You're needed in the family, you're needed in the community, you're needed in the school, you're needed in the community, you're needed. I think as our communities get bigger and as our communities get wealthier, this is a problem. Because as communities get bigger, well, there's always someone else who could do it. And as families get wealthier and communities get wealthier, we can always hire someone to do it. So we, we're not raising our children with the same feelings of being needed. And therefore, they're not learning responsibility at a younger age. I think all these things, these are all parts to the, to the puzzle of lack of ownership, lack of responsibility. Okay, so practically, let's say we're saying giving responsibility, relying on our children to, um, like, letting go to the point where you don't get involved, you don't give back up. This is your responsibility. I'm counting on you. And you could do it. And you could do it. You're capable. So at a young age, it's, it looks like like house chores. Okay, if you want to call them chores or things that they can do in the house that they're, you know, whether it's um, being part of and contributing to um, things in the kitchen, things in their bedroom. We want to call them chores. Yeah, mm-hmm. getting ready for Yontif, getting ready for Shabbos. Um, then being able to go to the, you know, depending where you live, you live in Eretz Israel, to go to the Makolet by yourself, mm-hmm. to be able to use a credit card, to be able to make a decision. Well, they don't have the grape juice we usually use, so what am I going to get instead? Those types of things train a child to take take mm-hmm. ownership of something, take responsibility. I'm going to make this decision. Right. And um, when that ex- decision at home is accepted and praised to a certain degree, you know, um, short, sincere, and specific. Wow, that wasn't on the list, but that is what we needed. Thank you for remembering, or thank you for choosing that instead of what I wrote there because they didn't have what I wrote. So you're sending the message that you can take that responsibility and, and you can make that decision and it's accepted. Right. So we're, we're sending that message clearly when we do things like that. Interesting. Like I, I sent you because I trusted you that you could do it and you did it. You can make decisions when necessary. Right. Yes, you had a list, but you also had to make changes and you did a great job. Right. Interesting. Does it extend um, into, let's say, communication? Let's say um, an example would be, let's say with a teacher. You know, kids are always complaining about my teacher hates me, my teacher, you know, picking on me. She's not listening to me. She never answers when I raise my hand. So um, my, my gut is always to be like, oh, oh well, the request comes up comes in could you call her call my teacher because she hates me call my teacher so instead what could what could you do what could you do so does that extend to this too like giving the responsibility of communicating for yourself absolutely taking the responsibility I mean for a very young child maybe they're not ready to do it but to give them the the words to use to role play with them so that they feel the confidence to go and speak up for themselves Absolutely. The younger you teach that, the more capable they feel and the more they can own their relationships and their own communication. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's a great example. Ooh, with friends too. You know, I, I had a situation, yeah, recently with my eight-year-old daughter. So she, she, she's telling me about this girl who, um, calling her names and this and you this and hitting her and all this stuff. I, I'm, I tried to like guide her into like how to talk to the girl, maybe what the girl's feeling, da, 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 da. 
And she kept saying, you need to just call the mother. And she said, my teacher said that you should call the mother. And like, it was a tricky one to navigate because it did sound a little bit unusual how, like the extent of it. So I didn't say, I'm not going to call. And I just said, let's try this first. Let's try first that you do this and this and that and then see what happens. I just, I, I, I didn't find that specific one to work so well because she ended, because of her nature, like we mentioned, the na- you have to work with the natures too. Because of her nature, she kind of just let it slide. She didn't want to deal with the nitty gritties of communicating and she's just like, okay, whatever. So then I kind of felt like. But that's also teaching her a very valuable lesson that, that it's a choice that you make. If you're having difficulty with a person, you can choose to just let it be and just swallow it. You, you can choose. That's a choice that you can make. But if you don't like it, then you're going to, then it's important for you to speak up. Mommy's not always going to be there to swoop in right. and save you. Um, as long as she's not being harmed physically and she's a healthy kid so she can deal with the, the difficult interplay with this other child I think the way you handled it was excellent okay you're also sending her the message that I believe in you you can take care of this you you don't need I'm here for you if you need but seems like you can handle this you are capable right you are such a capable young lady you can deal with this and then role play with her I don't know if you did that but you know you be the girl right and and be pretty obnoxious (laughs) And, and let her practice on you. Especially a kid who's like, you know, a pleaser. Right. Needs to learn how to speak up for herself. Right. Okay. It's a lot easier to just call the mother. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. But it's not, it's, it's not the best enough. Right. It's interesting because it happens to be, I didn't tell her, but I also did send the mother a message and said, just, just so you know, you know. Because 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 right. I think that the mother should know if her daughter's doing that, but because I would want to know. Okay, but you didn't necessarily ask her to step in and change anything. No, I just said just so you should know, and I you said just I didn't want the mother to know how her daughter was behaving. Hundred percent. Right. And yeah, I didn't tell my daughter good. that that that. Uh huh. No, excellent. That's right. Okay. Well. Good. So so that's in the same category. So. I, so whether it's whether it's a friend, whether it's a teacher, my teacher doesn't like me or whatever. A parent can also call a teacher and just, I just, I'm not, I'm not telling my daughter that I'm making this phone call, but I just want you to know my daughter thinks you don't like her. I know that's not the case, but you should just know that that's how she feels, you know, and, and whatever, if you, you'd like to do anything differently, that's fine. Just, just if I were the teacher, I would want to know I'm sharing that information with you, but, and uh, then to help your daughter to have the right words to communicate to the teacher whatever it is that you'd like to communicate interesting it's hard in the beginning especially with someone like your daughter who is a a people pleaser Mm -hmm. and who likes things to be just very easy easy not easy just just easy that she she'll swallow anything in order to make things smooth just until there's a little eruption (laughs) you can help her to 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 communicate for herself and stand up for herself and and can you know um, express what she's really feeling to the other person in a in a polite way? Mm-hmm. You're teaching her a lot. A lot of adults don't know how to do it. Right, right. Okay. So what we're saying is ownership is a chryas, and it is very important to start from a young age, giving a chryas and really letting go, relying on the kids for something that they 
that's age appropriate, whether it be jobs, whether it be communicating. Taking responsibility for their own homework, taking responsibility for um, practicing their piano or whatever it is. It's their responsibility. It's not yours. Mm -hmm. And not to to send the message at the young age that it's not your responsibility. That works because the homework's hard to stay on top of. So at least I can think that it's uh, in her best interest. Okay, great. Anything we should add to this topic? You do. It's a lot. It's a lot more difficult in the short run. It it does it does wonderful things in the long run. And um, I strongly urge all of you to take the time to help your children. In the beginning, it takes it takes it takes time on your part to teach them to do new things to help them to be successful. But um, when you when you then stand back and let them take responsibility. You teach them not only the thing itself, but the, the concept of, of being, you know, of being, seeing things through to the end and taking responsibility and um, becoming a responsible person who can be depended on, mm-hmm. you know, in those words also to say to a child, you know, I can really depend on you. That's, I appreciate that. Right. You know, to say those things. And the, just one last question. What, what, what would stand, why, why is this difficult? I know we talked in another conversation about, um, uh, the, the, the feeling, the need for control as parents, the need for control, um, that is going to get in the way, um, um, between us and giving these tasks. We want things done a certain way. We want them done in a certain time frame, And we also don't have a lot of patience oft- at times. So, and we also don't realize how important it is, mm-hmm. you know, so, so we just do it ourselves for them. Very, very, very important to let them, let them be, let them do, let them accomplish, let them take responsibility. So, and let them suffer the consequences when they don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very hard for parents to see ch- children suffering consequences, but they need to suffer the consequences. That's a natural consequence. It's a natural um, effect of their behavior. So you think that so control controls is the only thing that gets in our way. It's it would seem to me that that's the only thing. I can't think of anything else offhand. That would be why we, why this would be hard. Because control, we want it to be a certain way. We want it to be in a certain time frame, like I said. Mm-hmm. And we have a perfectionist streak. Mm-hmm. And we also don't realize what we're doing to them by not giving them those responsibilities and that giving up that control we don't we don't realize that we're in a sense crippling them it's a little bit of a strong term but it's emotionally crippling right so it's the control but also like you mentioned before i think uh, a big other thing is is um being okay or um yeah being okay with watching child struggle with consequences like you said you know like the the Macaulay example, they left the credit card at the store, and then they have to go back, and then they can't find it, and then they have to look through. Exactly. And then, exactly. or, you know, with a child whose whose teacher is being mean, you know, and then she has to suffer th- through this thing, so it's hard to watch. Um. So I guess that would be another big thing. Okay. So so, but knowing that it's important will help us go do this, <laughs> do a good job. Okay, thank you, Ima. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate your time. Wonderful topic. Take care. Thank you for joining our discussion today. We hope you found it meaningful. If you have any specific questions or general topics you'd like us to discuss, send them our way. 
awesomemomparenting at gmail.com. Your thoughts and feedback are so helpful to all of us.